the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Travel. It's time for the Don Crow Show, right here from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, the Don Crow Show. Hello there. Welcome to the Don Crow Show. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we get to hang out together, talk about stuff going on, and stuff is going on, I'd say. Always great to have you with us and delighted again to be able to share the day with the Bill Buckley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1, 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. I'm sorry, I just like to let that theme run once in a while. Phil Keggy at his best. That's a little piece on one of his albums called Root Canal. <laughs> Momentous times indeed in which we live, we know that, and today most historic. We'll be talking about it today with Richard Hellman. He is president of CPAC. The Christians Israel Public Action Campaign. Uh, Richard has worked in Israel in years past and uh, very strategic ways, by the way. And he's a longtime friend of that nation. He'll join me in a few minutes to talk about today's historic move of the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. Uh, later this hour, Steve McConkie is founder and president of an organization called Four Winds USA. And Steve has an incredible story to share about 23, I don't know how many of you have heard of this, but 23 of 30 Major League Baseball teams are planning to really blatantly celebrate LBGT Pride Night next month. I mean, it's going to be, well, it jumped right off the page when I saw it, so to speak, online. And I said, I want to talk with Steve about this and give a heads up to you listeners as well. Uh, in June, 20, uh, 23 of 30 Major League Baseball teams will host LGBT Pride Night to coincide with LGBT Pride Month. Gay people will be shown on kiss cams. Ma- uh, massive rainbow flags will be, dis- uh, will be displayed. Rainbow-themed uh, baseball merchandise is going to be for sale. Homosexuals and transgenders will be throwing out the first pitches before games. Wow. America's pastime, 
that so many of us as kids grew up loving and idolizing? Well, Steve will give us the details about it from his perspective, especially as a former athlete and also uh, president of this organization, Four Winds USA. And then next hour, Matt Staver, Liberty Council, will share some important information with us about a very aggressive and hostile subpoena that has been filed against his organization and the the, uh, Family Research Council uh, being uh, filed by the Lambda Legal Defense and Education Fund. We'll find out what that's about. Former Congressman Frank Wolf, one of our dear uh, friends here at WAVA, and as many of you know, uh, a long-term, 17-term congressman from Virginia's 10th District, retired uh, in the last year or so, and now serving as Distinguished Senior Fellow with the 21st Century, Century Wilberforce Initiative. But he has been through the years, even as a congressman, he has been tireless in his efforts on behalf of the persecuted church and human rights violations in, uh, in general. And he's deeply concerned. We've talked about it before. We want to talk about it more in depth today. He's going to join me to talk about the very serious question he asks and others are asking regarding the persecuted church. Why don't Christians care about Christians? And uh, you'll hear him say, yes, there are churches and yes, there are Christians who do care, who are raising their voices But when you look at the scale of the Christian church in terms of its capacity, its size, its influence in this country, in the United States, uh, there's a deafening silence that has occurred over the years. I will add, and I know he would, that that is changing. But in the meantime, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of our fellow believers are suffering and languishing in prisons many of them facing not only persecution itself, loss of income, loss of family, loss of home, but many also being martyred for Jesus Christ. Probably by now, you've already heard the statistics that more people have been martyred for Jesus Christ in the 20th and 21st centuries, that's where we're living, folks, than in all the 19 centuries of the Christian church prior combined. That's a profound statistic. More people dying for Jesus Christ in the 20th and 21st centuries than all the previous 19th centuries combined. They need our voices. They need our prayers. They need our advocacy. We'll talk with Congressman Frank Wolf about it. And then last but certainly not least, our longtime friend, a prolific best-selling author, a great writer and scholar, Grove City College political, political science professor and best-selling author Dr. Paul Kangor is going to join me to talk about the fact that, well, I'll put it this way. The former Democrat Secretary of State John Kerry is not the only man who's been trying to undermine a sitting president's foreign policy initiatives. He's not setting precedent with what he's doing with his so-called shadow diplomacy to try to save and salvage the ill-fated Obama-Kerry-Iran deal. But the late Democrat Massachusetts Senator Ted Kennedy Kennedy, uh, did a similar number, or tried to, on President Ronald Reagan. And uh, Paul Kangor can speak with authority because he's researched these matters, he's written books on them. We'll mention some of those books in the next hour when Paul drops by for a visit. 
I love what he writes. He is cogent. He is well-researched in what he writes. has a lot to share with us on uh, the history of our country and some of the great leaders thereof. Anyway, those are some of the things that are uh, coming up over the next couple of hours here on the Don Crow Show. And once again, delighted to have our good friends with the Bill Bunkley Show joining us today on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to you folks. Honored to have you with us. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities. Not available in all states. Results may vary. Guarantees rely on the claims paying ability of the insurer. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity, what you don't know may hurt you. I'm Josh Melberg, founder and CEO of JD Melberg Financial. My company has raised over $2 billion in annuities, and when it comes to helping you maximize your retirement income, I've literally written a book on it, and it's called Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. And today, it's yours free. In this revealing book, I explain little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple terms and unlock five secrets you should know before buying an annuity. Want to earn up to 33% more for life, guaranteed? It's all in my new book, and it's yours free. Call now, and I'll also give you a second book, The Number One Mistake Retirees Are Making in the Stock Market, and my free DVD showing you how not to run out of money in retirement. If you have 100000 or more, even if it's in a 401k or an IRA, call now. Call 800-732-1515. 800-732-1515. That's 800-732-1515. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Bill Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. There's no question you need Omega-3s. 
But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolled for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, and also so happy today to be able to share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. As reported today in the Jerusalem Post, 69 years after Israel declared Jerusalem as its capital and 23 years after the U.S. Congress passed a law mandating that Washington move its embassy there, the U.S. formally opened its embassy in the city this afternoon in a move that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu called courageous and momentous, adding, What a glorious day. Remember this moment. President Trump, by recognizing history, you have made history. All of us are deeply moved. All of us are deeply grateful. But of course, if you're among those decrying and even denigrating this historic and long overdue day, believe me, (laughs) there's a plethora of headlines and stories that prefer to focus on some of the violence caused by the president's decision. We'll talk briefly about that with my guest. But as The Hill puts it in this account, and this jumped right off the page at me when I first read it, in a rare moment of agreement with President Trump, Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer, Democrat New York, today praised the president for moving the U.S. Embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. In a long overdue move, uh, we have moved our embassy to Jerusalem, said the senator, Every nation should have the right to choose its capital, saying, I sponsored legislation to do this two decades ago, and I applaud President Trump for doing it. Well, joining us now to talk more about this historic day, somebody who has loved and worked tirelessly on behalf of Israel for many years, Richard Hellman, founder of Christians Israel Public Action Campaign, CPAC. Now, Richard is an experienced Washington lawyer, He's a distinguished veteran of the, of the Vietnam War and was, in fact, the first legis, legislative counsel for the EPA here in America, where he wrote much of America's environmental legislation. And I mention that because, Richard, welcome, welcome once again to the show. As I recall, while you were serving in that position here in the United States, Israel invited you to come over and help them out in the same area. So let's start there before we get to this momentous day in Israel itself and in Jerusalem 
Give us a little of uh, your own story of your many years of uh, relationship with Israel. Thanks, Don. Great to be with you. Yes, I uh, went to Israel with my wife and young daughters at their invitation, at their insistence that I come and uh, help them rewrite their laws and toughen their laws because their industrial development and traffic and everything were increasing so in electric electric consumption that they were suffering air pollution and water pollution and other environmental issues they wanted to handle. So I went over there. I rewrote their environmental laws, toughened them greatly, integrated some of the good ideas from America into their uh, planning and building laws, and laid the plans for what became their Ministry of Environment Environmental Protection, which today is a uh, big, effective, and uh, world-class institution. Now, I would have to add, uh, for the sake of some who may want to blame you for current developments in the EPA over the more recent years, you're not culpable in that regard, as a matter of fact. We've never talked much about that, but I'm sure yes. <laughs> you have a thought or two about it. Am I right? Yes. Thank you, Don. That's a good clarification. Neither in America nor in Israel did I deal with or give credence to the idea that we could help change the climate 50 or 100 years down the road, particularly since we have trouble uh, predicting what the weather will be in a few hours or a day. So I, I think that's uh, way beyond uh, what EPA should be doing or, the Israel, or, for that matter, what the Israel government wanted to do in the day. No, I think we just wanted to clean up the air, clean up the water, protect the other creatures that God created, plants, animals, and so forth, and uh, give people a, a, a decent, clean, uh, healthy human living environment, which Israel, thank God, has and America has much better than it did 40 years ago, and which the rest of the world uh, really could learn from and uh, profit from. And that's something I'd like to do in China and India, to take some of these lessons of what we learned in Israel and here. Well, I thought you deserved that disclaimer, considering what's been going on in more recent <laughs> years. And uh, yes. you, you stated it well. Uh, uh, by the way, for, for just a moment, uh, another moment, since that was such an area of expertise for you. Now, it's been many years since I was last in Israel. I had one trip there some years ago. I need to go again. And I know you've invited me to go with your organization, and we'll mention that to folks who may want to uh, find a good way to get there and uh, see the land. How would you assess Israel economically and also environmentally uh, today? Uh, I remember when I saw when I was there, some of the product of uh, the vegetables, the product that was coming out of the ground there, was nothing short of almost uh, like the land of milk and honey of Bible times. Oh yes, absolutely, uh, Don and and. Uh... Yeah, we'd love to have you come because you, you just wouldn't recognize what they've done, the marvelous improvements. Just a few uh, things I would mention is that in Israel is now virtually energy independent because they've developed a natural gas field offshore, uh, thanks to Noble Energy of Houston and other players. And so they have enough energy for, I don't know, 240 years, natural gas, and before long they'll be... Uh, fracking within the country and producing very clean, uh, uh, light uh, crude oil. So they're doing well in energy, and then they use this energy, the natural gas, to produce electricity so that the protections that we had on uh, burning coal in the day, the coal that was imported from 
various uh, places, including Kentucky and Australia. They don't have to do that anymore. They burn natural gas. It's very clean. They produce the electricity, and with the electricity, they desalinate enough water that they are virtually independent, water independent, and don't have to worry about the rain and the, the level of the Sea of Galilee, the Canaret, which has always been a problem. In fact, I uh, have advised them that they could use the desalinated water, the clean, pure water, to re- restore the, uh, the Jordan River and even build up the Dead Sea, which has declined much in recent years. But Israel is amazing. They have protected the plants and animals of the Bible. They have even brought back animals that were threatened when uh, Haile Selassie was overthrown in Ethiopia and when um, uh, the Shah was overthrown in Iran. Israel went in with C-130s at the urging of some international environmental authorities and brought out rare and endangered animals. Really quite amazing. Mm. Uh, it's an amazing so, thing. God is bringing yeah. his land back as he said he would. Yes, he has. And uh, so the, the air and water are excellent. As uh, 10 days ago, as we in, as we were driving over the Hadera River that flows down into the Mediterranean, I recall years ago on my first trip to Israel, you had the clear smell of sewage. Now it's clean and pure, and it's a park where people can can uh, swim and boat, and the same with the Arkon River in Tel Aviv, and even we're even working on the river in uh, in Haifa, which has had a problem with oil and chemical pollution. So Israel is doing quite an uh, amazing job. They're world class, and they have received great praise from international authorities for all they've done to build up the environment of the land, and at the same time. As you know, as as told in the uh, book Startup Nation by Dan Sonor and Paul uh, uh, Singer, they have uh, they have a, 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 an amazing, amazing economy, a high tech economy, in which uh, Israel is usually number three in patents for technical devices, and number three on the active stocks on the Nasdaq, uh, high tech exchange and they just are producing things that no other and processes and medical equipment and software and more that uh, are really a great blessing to the whole world today they're amazing in fact i was at an event last night in which they also uh, uh, gordon robertson was uh, displaying all of the aid the foreign assistance that projects in which israel takes its expertise and knowledge and ability to the nations of the world and has done so literally for 70 years. And what they have done is take their expertise to places where there are disasters, yes, when they need to recover people from earthquake zones, but even more, they go and help uh, refugees that are stranded on beaches and they help uh, African Africans who are um, in the in the grip of uh, war and uh, drought and disease, and they set up field hospitals there and treat the people. Israel even treats many who can make their way across the border with the help of the Israel Defense Forces, people who come from Syria, wounded, and women and children and the elderly, even Syrian soldiers who, after they patch them up, might come back to attack Israel. So it's just quite amazing the way Israel extends itself and sees itself today 
as the scripture says, as a light to the nations. Well, on this last couple of minutes that we do have, I certainly want to get your comments on this historic moment. The U.S. Embassy, you and I for years past have talked about the need for this to happen. (laughs) What kind of uh, emotions are you feeling about it today and anything else you want to share about this very powerful decision by our president? Thanks very much. Yes, that is uh, such a uh, personal and uh, and uh, institutional success and victory that we feel since I sat down with a staff person from Senator John Kyle's office early in 1995, and I just dictated and laid out the basic terms of what later became, later that year, became the Jerusalem Embassy Act of 1995. Now, ours was the just-do-it bill, but what President Trump has done is exactly what we I, I recommended and placed in that one-page bill that day in January, I believe it was, of 1995. I said, the embassy is hereby moved to Jerusalem, and, uh, and uh, ambassador will be in Jerusalem. We recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, and we can build the embassy later, and the president can let us know what more might be needed in terms of construction of an embassy. And later, this over the recent months, we have encouraged uh, President Trump not to let the State Department string this out, because you probably recall there were dates as late as the end of 2019 and beyond in which the embassy would actually be in Jerusalem. And we kept saying to the president in every way we could, no, 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 Mr. President, please, just say the embassy is in Jerusalem by a date certain, and don't let the State Department and the international forces of globalism string that out, stretch this out, and try to, uh, in effect, obstruct and sabotage your decision. And thank God President Trump did that. So we are immensely happy today that the embassy now is in Jerusalem. Ambassador Friedman is now working out of it. We recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital, which, of course, it is, as you and I have discussed. But I really believe we are moving on to new issues in, that will be that can, now can be considered because of this administration's openness to treating Israel fairly and, and uh, well. One thing I may not have mentioned to you yet is I ask people, who's the biggest boycotter of Israel? since we're always against boycotts, divestment, and sanction actions taken by anyone against Israel, which are unfair and anti-Semitic acts against the Jewish state. People never guess, but it is the State Department, our U.S. State Department, boycotts all of Judea, Samaria, most of Jerusalem, and the Golan Heights. Nothing that takes place in those areas by the Jewish citizens can be encouraged, cooperated with, uh, funded, or uh, partnered with by U.S. parties with any official U.S. government cooperation. And this, as the man said, this ought not be. So we are urging the president to say no. We no longer consider those occupied territories. And, but in fact, we consider that the, those 800,000 and more Jews who live in those areas are every bit every bit as much citizens of Israel as the rest of the populace of the state. And so we're going to cooperate with wonderful institutions like Ariel University 
and the concert uh, activities of Mali Adomim and other such things. We'll even oh. our ambassador go down to Hebron to the Cave of the Patriarchs. Well, I'm going to have to break on that moment, but we do need to come back to that in particular, uh, uh, Richard. So let's do that in the near future, my friend. Thank you for the visit. Thank you. We've got some good issues. Love to speak to you again. God bless you, Don. Thanks. Richard Hellman, founder of Christians Israel Public Action Campaign, CPAC. Their website is CIPAConline.org. CIPAConline.org. Balance of nature's fruits and veggies. I was always just sort of feeling tired. And so I said, maybe this will just help in overall vitality. But in the past couple of years that I've been taking it, I find my energy has been great. I've been sleeping better. I don't get the cravings for junk food as often as I used to. I really attribute it to the product. It's so easy to use. Even if I want to take a capsule for my daughter and I just pull it apart to mix it in some juice or something, it's just something I'm very grateful to be able to incorporate. I really love the product. I I think it's made such a difference. Generally feel better. Generally have better energy and, and more stamina. Breathing is easier. Walking is easier. You don't. You're not in pain anymore. All right. I could go. I could go on and on. When you call, use discount code now, and we'll take thirty-five percent off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call eight hundred two four six eight seven fifty one, or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code now. One of my seminary professors was a brilliant Hebrew scholar with two doctoral degrees. One day he was working diligently at home translating a Bible passage when his young daughter and her friend walked by his door. His daughter's friend asked, what's your daddy doing? Oh, he's translating, the daughter replied. Why, said the friend. Well, said his daughter, it's all he knows how to do. Well, sometimes the things we are called to do may not look very impressive to others. But in God's sight, they are the most important task in the world. And we should do them, Paul wrote, with all our hearts as unto the Lord. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's calling on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66. Start your journey home today. Here's a sad truth. Fleshly power gets results. Human ingenuity raises money. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Let's say I wanted to get a building program off the ground. I could use my ingenuity, my salesmanship, my skills, my manipulative ability. So my probing question to all of you in ministry is this. Are you and I relying on our power and human persuasion rather than on the Spirit of God? A building built in the energy of the flesh looks just like any other building built by the Spirit of God. But internally, spiritually, you know in your heart that God did not do that. And so there's no glory to Him. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. 
but they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to save the children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org. AM 570 WTBN Pinellas Park and 910 WTWD Plant City. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing our program today with our good friends listening to The Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. According to a published report that I happened to catch in Christian Newswire, coming up in June, 23 of 30 Major League Baseball teams will host LGBT Pride Night to coincide with LGBT Pride Month. And according to the report, gay people will be shown on what are called kiss cams. Massive rainbow flags will be displayed. Rainbow-themed baseball merchandise will be for sale. Homosexuals and transgenders will throw out first pitches before the games as millions of young children and teens will be, as my guest this hour puts it, exposed to the sin of homosexuality. Steve McConkie is the founder and president of Four Winds USA, and since 1981, he and his wife Liz have worked extensively in world-class track and field ministries, and he joins us to talk more about this, what I call serious spiritual and cultural assault on our young people. Steve, welcome, uh, and thank you for joining me here on the show. Yes, thanks for having us, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here and to be able to speak to the Washington, D.C. area. Talk, if you would, about uh, this issue itself. This is the uh, this itself is the most blatant, perhaps, yet in the sports world, but as I understand it, you've been battling this sort of thing uh, in one form or another since about 2003, right? Yes, in 2003, we were the only ones taking on the International Olympic Committee for their transgender policies, and we stood, uh, and, you know, we weren't full-time into standing up for Christian athletes at the time as we were doing ministry work, but as time progressed, we saw the homosexual agenda come into sports, and they're using sports as a vehicle. From that time, there hasn't been a transgender in the Olympics. Um, from there, it went to the high schools, the NCAA, then it went to major league sports, the military, and then the North Carolina bathrooms and throughout the United States. Now, is it true as I read that the IOC recently reversed many of their uh, transgender intersex policies? Yes, sir. We, we, we stood against this. We were going to sue the International Olympic Committee before the women's 800 meters because we knew there were three intersex athletes. The International Olympic Committee said there was one intersex athlete. Though an intersex athlete is not a transgender, one in 2,000 are born intersex with problems, they quit testing the testosterone of these athletes, so they had very high testosterone levels, and we fought for the International Olympic Committee to lower those testosterone levels down from 10 to 5, so that will make it uh, a lot tougher for transgender and intersex athletes to succeed in the Olympics. I think folks need to understand that this did not happen overnight. In fact, the fact that you've been fighting it since 2003 on behalf of, on behalf of athletes, 
uh, is itself an own story, but it's true in the political world as well, in the cultural world. We did not get to where we are today just overnight. It's been incrementally, inch by inch, uh, we've been giving up ground for decades, haven't we? Yes, and uh, what, I, what I believe is when the International Olympic Committee in 2003, actually 2004 they approved, we fought it in 2003. When they did this, what it did is it increased transgenders into the high schools because what the high school associations in each state could say, hey, look, the International Olympic Committee passed this. Why don't we pass this in our state? And from there, it, it was a slow but fast, slow at times but fast at times, into the high schools to where even NCAA requires that every NCAA institution um, allow transgenders in to their facilities, and that will even affect Christian colleges down the road. I want to come back with more. Steve, stay with me. Steve McConkie, founder and president of Four Winds USA. And before this visit's over, I'll have him describe that organization and perhaps how you can support it or partner with them or learn more about them. We'll get to that. But also want to ask him about the journey and the kind of pushback he and his wife and their staff have experienced through the years because this is a battle, folks, that probably elicits hostility and strong reaction as few other issues in our culture. Stay with us. As you work throughout the afternoon, keep focused on Christ. Weekdays from 3 to 4, join Jim and Martha Brangenberg for I Work For Him. We're still passionate about helping Christ followers live out their faith in their work. We're still passionate about investing our lives into others who want Jesus to be the center of everything, especially the work. Strength throughout the day. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Tires worn out, not only are you going to pay for a new set plus installation and balancing, they're going to charge you for tire disposal and still possibly sell your old ones to someone else. Same for car batteries. You pay for a new battery and you get saddled with that bogus disposal fee. We're different. At Mr. Sparky, when we install new ceiling fans, we'll buy your old ones for $25. That's $25 off your bill per fan. Same goes for old light fixtures. Electrical panel overloaded? We'll give you $100 for it when we install a replacement. That's $100 off your bill, and we'll take your old panel. Mr. Sparky repairs your electrical system with quality parts at a reasonable price and pays you for your old parts. Like the jingle says, You don't have to put up with any malarkey called 888-8-SPARKY. Buyback applies only to fans, fixtures, and parts replaced or repaired by Mr. Sparky. Affordable family fun is what you get with every Clearwater Threshers game at Spectrum Field. See the stars of tomorrow playing today in the Florida State League. There's lots of promotions, too, including Saturday fireworks, concerts, Dollar Tuesdays, Feeding Frenzy Mondays, Tijuana Flats Taps and Tacos Thursdays, and Brunch on Sundays. Find out more in the complete schedule by going to their website at threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball. Get hooked. This is Jerry Boyer for townhall.com. A recent article in The New Yorker decried the opening of a fourth Chick-fil-A restaurant in Manhattan. The author called it a, quote, creepy infiltration because of what he calls the company's, quote, pervasive Christian traditionalism, evidenced by the fact that the headquarters in Atlanta features a statue of Jesus washing his disciples' feet and that the stores are closed on Sunday. Hmm, pretty creepy stuff. 
The New Yorker certainly has the right to publish articles with a secular point of view, but New York was founded by Dutch Calvinist merchants, and some 60% of New Yorkers still self-identify as Christian. The foot-washing episode inspired John Locke to teach the doctrine of religious liberty, which influenced our own First Amendment. So the scene which offends the New York press today is what led to the freedom which enables that same press to deride it. Maybe it's the New Yorker that's kind of creepy. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow. I'm Bill Carl, And you know, for years we've been helping families just like yours with half-price tuition to great Christian schools at ChristianTuitions.com. And for years parents have asked, is this for real? It absolutely is. Here's a recent conversation with Natasha Sherwood, headmaster at Tampa Bay Christian Academy. I literally can remember the first kid who five years ago took up the half-price tuition mm-hmm. discount from you all. The look on that mom's face, she's like, I don't know if I bought into a scam or not. I, this is, you know, and she sat in our office just crying that it wasn't and that yeah. she wasn't able to bring her kid. And you all have helped shape our goals. I mean, when I saw that face, I was like, there are people out there who don't know they can afford it. And we have aggressively tried to meet that need. So thank you, because you've helped shape who we try to be. For years, we've made it our goal to help families afford a private Christian school education through ChristianTuitions.com. Great Christian schools are already enrolling for next year, so hurry today to ChristianTuitions.com for half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. Choose your child's school today at ChristianTuitions.com. Weekday afternoons at 3, I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, this is Bill Carl. Today's guest host for the Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. As Bill continues to take some time off for his health, we continue to pray for him, his wife Tony, and son Zach, and look forward to a full recovery. In fact, Bill's doctors have told him to plan on heading to Israel this November with EDI Travel. To learn more, click on Bill's page at letstalkfaith.com. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Talking with Steve McConkey, founder and president of Four Winds USA, Major League Baseball to host LGBT Pride Night. And that's just part of the story. It's a long battle, as many of you know. It's a culture war that has increasingly affected every aspect of of our culture. And uh, Steve himself has been on the front lines of this uh, for a number of years. In that regard, Steve, what kinds of battles have you had to fight? What kinds of pushback have you gotten? Two questions in one, really. What kind of pushback, even hostility, have you had to face over the years? But also, what are some of the Christian athletes saying uh, for whom you are waging these battles? Well, the the battle's increasing. Last month, we had a record 300 um, attacks on Facebook, et cetera, and that's even the ones we can count. Uh, we have a personal stalker from Colorado who's been stalking us in our Internet sites and saying that Christians should be put to death. And as I talk to you, I'm two blocks from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. The Wisconsin State Journal ran two articles. On the second article, they had a cult leader and other people appear to be leaders in the community trying to run us out of the city of Madison where 76% of people voted for gay marriage. 
but they don't succeed. What we do is we're looking to the Lord. We know that eight people were saved in Noah's flood, and we just believe in God's grace and that he saved us, and that he also has given us a message to carry forth. And we also fight the Freedom From Religion Foundation here in Madison, Wisconsin, too. So we're pretty active all the way around. On the second part of your question for the athletes, yes, on a personal level, the young athletes, Olympic athletes, we're in contact with. We ask them not to get involved in this because the media totally destroy them. And they're too young to be able to take this on and plus train for their event and to train. So we're in connection with those athletes on a continual basis. But there are a lot of retired athletes, et cetera, that should be speaking up, and they don't. And why not? They are afraid of the pushback, afraid of uh, being, uh, you know, being attacked in their own right uh, because of their voice, even though they agree with your agenda? You know, some people got to, you know, I think in some cases they got to weigh out the consequences. Uh, once you start doing what we do, um, we, we can't even hardly get a church invitation to speak. Uh, it's so politically incorrect what we do, and we're not uh, Westboro Baptist cult or anything standing on a corner telling people they're dying, et cetera, going to hell, and we're not trying to, we don't do that. But what we do is we stand up for the truth, the simplicity of the Bible, what the Bible says, and we, we preach in God's love by telling them the truth, but we also offer salvation, you know, through Christ, as the Bible says. But at the same time, we're not going to waver on this issue, though people try to make us look like bigots and idiots. And we know that we're serving the Lord, and we're not perfect, but we, we're going to carry forth and do what God wants us to do, and we're going to stand up to this, and that's what God's given us to do. Well, I think a lot of folks who are being honest about their Christian faith would have to agree that, look, the, the evangelical church itself has been severely compromised in some areas on these issues we have uh, we have so-called evangelical or former evangelical ministers and other Christian leaders who have, in my view, sold out on these issues over recent years, uh, all in the uh, all in the uh, uh, under the uh, argument of well, we have to love everyone. Well, of course, we have to love everyone. That's not the question. It's a matter of, as you've already alluded, uh, standing by the principles of Scripture. Have you had athletes come to you and ask for your help in terms of their own uh, a battle on these matters? Yes, we have, and, and we've asked athletes what they got to do in the Olympic process and what they require of them. We know of one gold medalist, many-time gold medalist. All she did was mention that um, a man should be with a woman and a woman should be with a man, and they were going to uh, – a lot of the media and everybody got involved, and they were going to take her Olympic ambassadorship away. So that's where I, we stand up for these athletes because they, they need a voice. When they go into the Olympics and other events, they got to almost remain silent on this subject or they just get the the media will take them and destroy them and that would be almost like their that would become their job other than training for their event. Take this last moment or so before this uh, next break to talk about Four Winds USA. What is that? Well, my wife and I started with Athletes in Action in 1982. For 10 years we were US club coaches then we started Four Winds in 1988 which began as a track club. And then we ministered the world-class track and field athletes. In 2014, we started doing full-time standing up for Christian athletes. We fight the Freedom from Religion Foundation here in Madison. They tried to stop 25 top football teams from praying in Christian activity, and they could not find one athlete to help them sue. So we were able to, you know, stand up worldwide to them. And, and now that's what we do. We protect 
and defend Christian athletes. We're not lawyers, but we desire to see that Christians have freedom to be able to do the Christian activity. To do that, other than the temptations that athletes face, I think we're on the right track. We're going to take one final break, come back for a couple more minutes. Steve, I wanted to get a little more into how folks can uh, learn more about your organization and perhaps uh, what folks should do come June when we have, as we've already said, Major League Baseball, 23 out of 30 Major League teams going to host LGBT Pride Night uh, with everything, including gay kiss cams. Uh, I don't need to describe to you what that uh, implies or what that will be visually. But uh, beyond that, how can you push back is the best way to, uh, well, there's maybe more than one way. One way certainly is to just not support those games, but is there something beyond that? We'll come back with more in a moment. Strength throughout the day. Weekdays at 1 p.m., it's Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Now, if I'm trying to win in the game of life, and God is the way, the truth, and the one, Life, how can I win outside of him? And at 1.30, Turning Point with David Jeremiah. Men and women, I believe we're living in an age where Jesus is standing at the door of the church and he's knocking. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. Proud to be an American? My husband Dominic and I thank God we are. I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. We sell American-made, not like our competitors. We're a Hunter Douglas dealer, which gives a lifetime warranty. We do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning. Tell us you're a veteran, first responder, or proud American. We'll give a donation to St. Jude. See us at Clark and McIntosh or call 922-2345. Remember, Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling, cultivating a love of learning through a Christian worldview. Here is Classical Conversations homeschooling advocate, Lee Bortons. The demands on our time are many, and balancing them can itself take a significant chunk of our time. In Tolkien's The Fellowship of the Ring, Gandalf tells Frodo, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. For many parents, the issue of time is one of the chief objections to homeschooling. The reality is, however, that one of the greatest benefits of homeschooling is the flexibility of time that your family gains. Rather than spending hours in car lines and planning your schedule around the school holidays, Homeschooling allows you to organize not only your days, but your years. Rather than being required to start at the same time each day, you can customize your schedule by the day or by the child. Instead of vacations at the same time as other families, you can travel when it best fits your schedule. 
You can even have seasons where your child's mind can rest as their body grows. A valuable extension of this flexibility is the opportunity to make homeschooling flex around work schedules. By focusing academic hours on weekends, in the evening, or a sliding schedule of days, parents with all kinds of work needs are able to balance career and homeschooling. Perhaps an even more popular option is to have your own business. By incorporating school into the business, students gain invaluable experience at the same time they are studying their academics. This flexibility also allows parents to pursue additional education while still educating their own children at home. If you think that you don't have time to homeschool, you might be surprised at just how easy it is to make school fit your family's life instead of your family life fitting the school's. You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bordens. To learn more about classical Christian community, visit classicalconversations.com. That's classicalconversations.com. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. A couple of more minutes of talk with uh, Steve McConkie, founder and president of Four Winds USA. Primary focus, Major League Baseball to host LBGT Pride Night. And all that includes and involves uh, 23 out of the 30 Major League teams going to do it. And uh, you've advised, Steve, for one thing, the way we can push back is certainly not support those particular games, right? Yes, if I if I was involved, I would not go to any other games uh, that promote that gay, gay night. I would stay away from the stadium, even if you have season tickets, just to show that uh, you're protesting this. And is there a way you can somehow register your displeasure with the teams themselves? Yes, look it up uh, on uh, Google it and then find out the 23 teams that are doing this and call their front office and let them know that you're not, not happy with it. Now, uh, you graduated with honors from Western Kentucky University, Master of Science, Public Health, uh, and you also hold a degree from Minnesota State University. Uh <laughs> Uh, did any of that uh, indicate to you that someday you'd be doing what you're doing now? Uh, God has a strange way of uh, taking us in different places, doesn't he? Yeah, I got that, and I was uh, going to go into med school and decided to go on world-class track and field, but I never knew that I'd go back and use my degrees. And uh, the thing is, is when I got involved and then I started seeing this in 2003, then all of a sudden, 2014, we are taking a stand against the International Olympic Committee and also other vices that are coming into sports so you know god's got a way of weaving it all out but sometimes we don't know how it's all going to end up final 30 seconds how can folks learn more do you have a website or what way can they uh, learn more and uh, do you need partnerships with them yes we do we're we go from day to day financially god takes care of us but uh, it's a, it's a struggle at times but we've been able to stay focused and if they go to fourwindsusa.com the number fourwindsusa.com and just let us know you're praying for us. That's the main thing. Steve, good to talk with you. My best to you and to Liz, your wife. God bless you. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, hope to see, uh, come back to your show again. All right. We'll try to stay in, uh, stay in touch. Steve McConkey, founder and president, Four Wins USA. That's their website, Four Wins, number four, fourwindsusa.com. And uh, that's it for this hour here on the Don Crow Show.
Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Hey, this is Bill Carl. Thanks for listening today. In for Bill Bunkley. Have you planned for college for your kids? Are you ready to pay for that? If you're a parent of a 10th, 11th, maybe a 12th grader, you have to be at this workshop coming up May 20th, Sunday afternoon at noon, First Baptist Church, Plant City. It's called the You Plan College Planning Strategies Workshop. It's absolutely free. Uh, Our friend Matthew Olson from Thrivent Financial is here to talk about it. Before we jump into that, Matthew, tell us a little bit more about Thrivent. Could you do that? Sure. Uh, Thrivent Financial, we've actually been around since 1902. Um, you know, we're one of the, the, the world's largest uh, not-for-profit financial services providers. Um, you know, it, what makes us unique, though, is, uh, you know, where others see money as a goal, uh, we see it more as a tool for serving God, your family, and your community. So uh, the faith aspect of what we do um, certainly separates us from other, you know, similar companies like us. Well, I know Thrivent has a history of working with churches uh, to develop uh, retirement packages, working with pastors and those in ministry. And so, of course, that's such a great connection for us here at Faith Talk. Uh, by the way, if you want to contact Matt uh, and talk about financial issues uh, regarding your retirement or your kid's college, whatever that is, call this number, 813-626-5489. That's 813-626-5489. And again, ask for Matt Olson. Matt, uh, Matt, for so many parents, as they take a look at college coming up and how you finance that, there's this balance between uh, not indebting your child, having them come out with crushing debt, and not wrecking your own retirement to make it all happen. There, there certainly is, and it, it's uh, you know, as, as you know, and most people know, um, you know, we really almost are having a student loan debt crisis in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as of recent numbers at the end of last year, the average debt per borrower at graduation is over $30,000 nowadays. Um, and, and it's taking an, the average student over 21 years after graduation to pay that off. Well, obviously, that's that's a big concern. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, preparing for college is, is becoming much more complex than it ever has, um, and the stakes have never been higher. So obviously, having the right plan in place can make a world of difference. So in, in our opinion, that revolves around you know, solid academic preparation as early on as possible, mm-hmm. you know, well-executed admission strategy of, how, like you mentioned, how do you pick the right school um, so that, that it's going to be a good fit for your student? Um, and then also understanding what the financial resources are available well in advance uh, of, you know, college enrollment. Now, you have an event coming up to really jump on this in some depth. It's a You Plan College Planning Strategies Workshop uh, of course, Matthew Olson, Thrivent Financial Wealth Advisor, will be putting that on First Baptist Church, Plant City. That's coming up May 20th. Starts at noon and lunch is provided. So you get a little something for your belly and then uh, some things for your brain to process as it comes to uh, getting your child into college and financing that. Uh, the number to call to reserve your seat, 813-626-5489 is the phone number. That's 813 626 5489. That'll put you in contact with Matthew Olson, uh, Thrivent Financial Wealth Advisor. We're so thankful for Thrivent's relationship here at Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. And again, that takes place at First Baptist Church Plant City, right there in James L. Redmond Parkway. And we talked about how overwhelming that is, Matt, putting that all together. And, you know, I'm a father of a 12 year old and an eight year old, and my wife and I are already kind of, I wouldn't say freaking out. <laughs> but I mean, You're we are alone. we are looking far in advance and saying, okay, how do we pay for this? What does college look like? 
you know, is it two years of community college and then on to, uh, you know, a, a bachelor's degree? There's just so many questions to be asked. Where do you start when you when you have this workshop? Where does that conversation even begin? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's really for families just like yourself all the way up to, to seniors in high school. Um, and, and as I mentioned, it really needs to be a multiple-pronged approach of, mm-hmm. of do you have a sound academic strategy, a sound admission strategy, as well as uh, you know understanding how financial aid works. Um, and, and it's really developing a plan early on. Um, you know, when it comes to college, only about two out of five families um, actually develop a plan early oh on. Um, which which is kind of scary, but those that are, which we're trying to motivate people to do, um, on average, the students that, that families have developed a plan uh, actually borrow over a third less than non-planners. Um, so, you know, we talk about this debt crisis. Having a plan early on of what that's going to look like will allow you to borrow less money, um, you know, which is certainly what, uh, you know, what, what really so, is the goal. I mean, so everything you, to- everything you just said there is awesome, but I'm going to highlight something you just said, and I'm going to say it again. People who plan borrow a third less than those who don't. A third, 33%. So if it costs, let's say, a given number, uh, you know, $100,000 to put your kid through college, at the end of that, if you plan it now, you could save 30% on that borrowing that you may have to do. And learning how to do that in itself is definitely worth the time for you to head on out May 20th, Sunday afternoon at, at noon, uh, be at uh, First Baptist Church Plant City on James Redmond Parkway, and uh, have a little lunch and, and you know make a plan with Matt and figure this thing out. Well, Matt, as we get ready to wrap up here, one of the things you said to me uh, offline was that this really is a workshop that works well for parents who maybe their kids are a little bit older, they're trying to figure all of this out, and and they haven't maybe planned as much as they should have, or it's the first time they've thought about it. You're here to help them get on track. That, that's correct. That's mainly what this workshop is designed for, is to arm parents and students with a lot of the information that they're going to need um, as you know they are preparing for college in those last couple of years. Uh, now, obviously, Thriving, we do have the expertise uh, for parents of younger children to help them plan for college early on, um, and we can certainly help people with that. But this workshop is designed for more of those uh, you know, 9th, 10th, 11th graders in high school of what should you be doing over those last couple of years when it seems very chaotic and stressful for a lot of parents. Well, and if it snuck up on you, this is the workshop to go to. Matthew Olson has joined us from Thrivent Financial. The free You Plan College Planning Strategies workshop is coming up May 20th. First Baptist Church, Plant City, starts at noon. Matthew Olson and the folks from Thrivent will have a little bit of lunch for you. To reserve your seat, call 813-626-5489. 813-626-5489. Matthew, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks, Bill. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. Live from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios, it's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM, WAVA. Folks, hello there. Welcome to the Don Crow Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon. We have this chance to get together, 
Talk about matters that matter, things of importance that you and I want to get informed about. And the whole point is, let's get informed, but then let's find ways to get involved. Make a positive, life-affirming difference. And we're delighted also to share the program today with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Headlines, the violence that has occurred uh, from the Palestinians against this move and somehow either implicitly or directly uh, you know, making their own comment, said or unsaid, that it's Israel's and the U.S.'s fault that this violence is occurring. You know, that's like taking somebody who's a serial killer and saying, you know, that serial killer doesn't have the responsibility. It's the society. It's the rest of us that made him a serial killer. You know, the, the people that are created are throwing the rocks on the Gaza border, which is controlled by Hamas. Hamas is a terrorist organization. It's recognized around the world as a terrorist organization. It's getting sponsorship from Iran, uh, another terrorist country. Uh, instead of taking responsibility for their own acts, they want to blame it on Israel. Let's look. Let's, let's ratchet back 70, 71 years ago. It was 1947 in the fall of 1947. That the League of Nations and Great Britain, which controlled that land after taking it from the Ottoman Empire, came up with a two-state solution and said, look, we want to be able to give a place of land here, which now has been called Israel. We want to ultimately have a, a nation for the Jews and a nation for the Palestinians. The Jews said, great, we'll take it. The Palestinian Muslim people said, no, if Israel... If the place has anything to do with Jews, if there's Jews anywhere near us, we don't want it. They rejected the two-state solution 71 years ago. Seventy years ago, on uh, this same day, and a few days thereafter, and continuing for a, a period of time, they tried to destroy Israel and wipe it off the map. They tried to destroy the Jews. So this has not caused violence. Moving the embassy to Jerusalem is not the cause of the violence. That's been there for seven decades, and we can give them land and hope for peace, but it has never worked. We gave them control over Gaza as a result of the 1993 Oslo Accords under Bill Clinton, and look what we have today. We have that uh, strip of uh, land being rolled by Hamas, a terrorist organization. Sometimes they go to hospital windows, and from the windows of the sick, they shoot uh, shoulder-mounted rocket-launching missiles uh, over to uh, Israel. Uh, that's, the, that's the people, that's the group, that's the mindset. This is the group that teaches in their schools, on their Palestinian TV, on their Palestinian radio, that kids ought to grow up and become suicide bombers, not teachers, not nurses, doctors, lawyers, uh, engineers, but suicide bombers. They name streets after them. They name buildings after them. They idolize them. They give them lifelong benefits if they die in the course of committing suicide. So these are the heroes to these children. Uh, so the cause of the disturbance is not recognizing history for what it is, Jerusalem being the capital of Israel, but it's the inherent ideology of the indoctrination among Hamas and the Palestinians. Well, while we have a couple of more minutes, I want to make sure we get to the primary issue we 
one to talk about, although this one you just uh, elaborated on is so important today, so historic. But there's a piece that uh, came from our your office to us, another subpoena, Liberty Council filing an objection to a staggering subpoena from Lambda. Uh, fill us in on what that's all about. Yeah, this is another a subpoena. We already had one at Father Objection. This is another pro-homosexual group, and it's another lawsuit against President Donald Trump regarding the transgender issue in the military. But this subpoena is much broader. It asks for anything related to LGBT in any issue on any subject matter, ask for any documents, even before President Trump was president, all the way up to continuing and into the future. And they also want conversations, get that, conversations that you might have had on anything related to LGBT. I mean, it's absolutely an abuse of the system. We filed our objection. Family Research Council got a similar subpoena. So we filed our objection on behalf of Liberty Council with a detailed legal argument showing why this is uh, not permissible and also on behalf of Family Research Council. And this is in retaliation uh, for military policy with which uh, these individuals and groups disagree, according to your uh, your release. Yeah. You know, and, and why would they want, say, conversations on LGBT in general? Going back to, say, 2015, if the real issue is LGBT in the military now, uh, this is just an attempt to intimidate and harass any pro-family, Christian, or conservative organization that won't uh, act as their little cheerleaders to promote and cheer on their radical agenda. And um, we're not going to be bullied by it. They they want to attempt to you you can't file suit in court and say, you know what, now I've got a case, got a real case number, I can get subpoenas out. I'm going to subpoena all of my enemies, and I'm going to harass them to death just because I've got a case in court. Well, it doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. You can't abuse the legal system like that. And when you do, there are consequences. There are sanctions. They have to be sanctioned for uh, abusing the system in this manner. Well, let's pick up on it when it uh, unfolds further. But thanks very much, Matt, for joining us for this segment today. I appreciate it. Thanks. My pleasure. Again, Matt Staver, founder, chairman, Liberty Council, chairman of the Liberty Council Action. couple of websites, lc.org and libertycouncil.com. At Mr. Sparky, our skilled electricians can help fix any electrical problem. From breaker boxes to home surge protectors, we'll get your life back to normal faster. Call Mr. Sparky today and get a free service call with any repair. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Limitations and restrictions may apply. Each location is an independently owned and operated franchise of Mr. Sparky. Each license respectively in their state or county. And now, today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Solomon says there's something else that bothers me, and that is the way people are always competing with one another. And we think, well, Solomon, I mean, grow up. That's the American way. Don't you realize that that's a good thing? Competition is good. But what is it that drives competition? It's that insatiable desire for more. More, more, more. Lily Tomlin, the comedian, once said, the problem with the rat race is even if you win it, you're still a rat. Uh, what Solomon is saying here. He, he said it's just, it's meaningless. And one reason it's meaningless or chasing after the wind is there is not enough you can have to fill the void of an empty life. 
The more we have, the more we want. To hear the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Now tell every kid I work with, I am blessed to work with you. Children need to be reminded of God's unconditional love. Tyrone Flowers and Jim Daly on Focus on the Family Minute, discussing why it's important to offer hope to younger children. God has put you in my life. I've chosen you. And it's nothing about your circumstances that's going to change that. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to frustrate me or make me upset. But the dynamics of our relationship and everything that comes with it and you is embraced. And that's how we start because they are children. They are kids. We are the adults. They ain't going to know everything. And so, but often that role is reversed. Well, and right there, that very statement that you're important enough to me to lift you up higher than myself. Yes. That's kind of right out of scripture. Yes. <laughs> you can provide hope to a hopeless child by sharing God's love. More from Tyrone at FamilyMinute.org. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Strength throughout the day, weekdays at 2 p.m. It's Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. The Christian life isn't a joy ride, but it is continually, increasingly a joy road. And at 2.30, verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Success isn't based on the results that we see. Success is based upon what did God want to do? Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Today's guest host for The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. I'm Bill Carl, and you know the Holy Land is not the only place that you can find inspiration in your travels. July 31st through August 12th, join the Reformation Tour and River Cruise with Alistair Begg. You can stand before the doors of the Wittenberg Church, where Martin Luther posted the 95 Theses. Details at letstalkfaith.com. They say everything is bigger in Texas. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, sharing our day together with the Bill Bunkley Show listening audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Great to be able to kind of bring D.C. together with Tampa today. In the, the face of rapidly growing Christian persecution around the world today, a very legitimate and a very pressing question is being asked, why don't Christians care about Christians? And it's a question my guest this hour also has been asking for many years as his own work in that regard has, I'm sure, at times seems, uh, seemed lonely and maybe almost singular over the years. Uh, Congressman Frank Wolf recently retired after serving Virginia's 10th District for 17 terms, is currently Distinguished Senior Fellow of the 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative, 
And certainly while in Congress, among his accomplishments, he authored the International Religious Freedom Act and legislation to create a U.S. State Department special envoy to advocate for religious minorities in the Near East and South Central Asia, and much, much more to his credit. And it's always an honor to have him on the show. Congressman, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me again today. Well, thank you, Don. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. You remind us that there are many, many passages in Scripture that tell us we ought to be caring about those who are being persecuted for their faith. But And you also acknowledge there are those in the church who do care, who are speaking out. But you say, overall, I think the church in the West has been silent. Uh, why do you think that's so, and what do we need to do to change that? Well, at the beginning, uh, the, 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 I was asked to give a speech on this, which I did, and I started out by saying I think we need religious freedom for all groups, because if you persecute one, they can come after you later on. So I would begin by saying we need religious freedom for all groups. Secondly, Don, there are so many passages in, in the Bible, Luke 4, 16 to 21, Isaiah 61, Ecclesiastes 4.1. I mean, it goes on and on as to why we should be interested in standing up for the persecuted. Secondly, there is widespread persecution. I mean, China, uh, Vietnam, uh, in the Middle East, and many other places. And you, if you've read the Religious Freedom, International Religious Freedom Commission report came out a week and a half ago, it is it is very, very bad. It is spreading rapidly all, all over the world. Uh, we saw in Iraq the Christian community drop from 1.5 million down to 250,000. And whenever I would go there, last trip was last August. Uh, over and over, they kept saying, "Mr. Wolf, why doesn't anybody in in the West care?" Some of the reasons I think that many Christians have not spoken out. I think they may very well be afraid of being accused of special pleading if they be, if they demand justice on behalf of their fellow Christians. Uh, perhaps they're concerned about how the cultural elite, many of whom are actually antagonistic toward Christianity, and for that matter, for most of the commonly held social cheating teachings of the world, will really per- perceive them. You also get the, the comments, well, aren't Christians the persecutors? Uh, they're not persecuted. Aren't Christians went through the oppression uh, and not the oppressed? And yet we see, you know, people of faith from Mother Teresa to Chuck Colson to many others because of their faith. So I think there's a certain feeling that they really don't want to be self, mm. self-pleading. And as you know, Christians have started universities and hospitals all, all over the world. The other issue, if you've ever read uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's uh, letter from a Birmingham jail, mm. and I'm sure sure you have, mm. his his letter, which I just pulled for this, is addressed to clergymen when he speaks. He speaks out for the love of the church. But then he goes on to say, Don, he says, I must honestly reiterate that I have been disappointed with the church. He said, when I was suddenly catapulted in the leadership of the bus protest in Montgomery, Alabama, a few years ago, I felt I would be supported by the white church. I felt the white ministers, priests, and rabbis of the South would be among our strongest allies. Instead, he says, some have been outright opponents. All too many have been more cautious than than courageous. And so I think the church has just really, really been reluctant for many different reasons. Now, there are many people in the church that care deeply about religious freedom. But overall, among the leadership, we have had some that have spoken out. Cardinal Dolan has spoken out very, very eloquently. 
Colonel Worrell, right here in Washington, D.C., when I passed a bill to set up the special envoy, Colonel Worrell came. My own denomination wouldn't actually come to the event. Colonel Worrell came. Russell Moore's been good. Uh, Rick Warren's been, been been good. Franklin Graham's been good. So there have been some, but overall, the church in the West has been relatively silent. And so if the church slumbers, Washington will scarcely lead the way. You know, remember Wilberforce said it was more important what took place outside of Parliament, he was the one who abolished the slave trade, than what took place in Parliament, meaning Parliament was shaped by culture. And so government, Congress is shaped by culture. What takes place in Congress, what takes place in government is shaped by culture. And the church, the pulpit, has shaped the culture. And I don't think you're seeing the church speak out nearly the degree that it used to be uh, during during the 80s. There's a great story, and I'm sure it's true, that the uh, the Russian ambassador, Dobrynin, said to former Secretary of State Schultz, he said, every time I'm in with Ronald Reagan, the first thing he mentions is human rights and, re- and religious freedom. And Secretary Schultz says, well, that's amazing. When I'm in with Reagan, the first thing he mentions is human rights and religious freedom. <laughs> you had such a preponderance of, of, of religious leaders you had Don Argue, who was head of the National Association of Evangelicals. You, you had Chuck Colson, who, who really was very elegant. Chuck spoke out on this. You had Colonel McCurk. You had a number of others. That does not take place nearly to the degree that it used to. And I'll just end with one uh, comment that Dr. King ends with his letter from the Birmingham jail. He says, so often the contemporary church is a weak, ineffectual voice with an uncertain sound, but the judgment of God is upon the church as never before. If today's church does not recapture the sacrificial spirit of the early church, it will lose its authenticity, forfeit the loyalty of millions, and be dismissed as an irrelevant social club with no meaning. So I think the message for the church today should always speak out against the impression of people of all yes. religious beliefs, wherever it yes. is, it is taking place. And I think, Don, as we do that, it strengthens our own faith. Couldn't be better said, of course. I agree with you. And you also wrote, many of you know the words of the song, The Boxer, Simon and Garfunkel, uh, and uh, those lyrics, man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. And you say there are cries of the persecuted that we are refusing to hear. And uh, again, we both acknowledge there are those people who are listening, who are responding. But I'm just thinking, as you're talking about it, Congressman, of the corporate or composite power of the entire Christian church in the United States, if it were to get activated and coalesce together, its voice would be almost unstoppable. Oh, Don, it, it would be amazing. Let me just say, I, I appreciate WAVA. I listen to WAVA a lot. A lot of your shows in the morning when I'm driving in and late in the day. So you guys speak out. And there are a lot of people, but if it's corporate church to come together, mm. all the Christian different, different denominations could, could agree on, we will advocate for the persecuted uh, nun in, in Iraq. We will advocate for the Nigerian pastor. You know, 21,000 people, Don, 21,000 Christians have been killed in in Nigeria. We, I know you know a lot about Nigeria. You go there, 900 churches destroyed. I was with a pastor there. He, he couldn't understand why the church in the West was not speaking out. So if the church could come together on this issue, 
I think it would be be amazing, and I think it would invigorate our 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 own faith. You know, when you're with these people, hear their uh, their their stories, and we all remember. And I ended the speech, uh, uh, if you recall, by the comment or the quote that was given by the friend of German Lutheran pastor and anti-Nazi dissident Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He said, silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Not to speak, he said, is to speak. Not to act is is to act. And the other comment that Dr. King made was, in the end we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Have you ever had a, a time where a friend did not speak up for, mm-hmm. for you? You really don't care what your enemy said because he's your enemy or she's your enemy. You don't really care. But you are hurt, you're crushed when your friend does not speak up. So the silence of a friend, and we are, the church, the Christian church leadership of all denominations, they are the friends of the persecuted. They're the friends of the persecuted of all faiths. But for them to speak up now could really be such a powerful thing. It could be the way it was in, in, in the 80s. I mean, it could be so powerful. So I think this is this is the opportunity. We got... I mean, the administration has reversed this policy on helping Christians and Yazidis in in uh, Iraq. Uh, Vice President Pence gave a very eloquent speech in the in in defense of Christians. We are one of the best people that we could ever have to be the ambassador for religious freedom. Uh, uh, former Governor and Senator Sam 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 Brownback, this is the time, Don. This is the time. Your voice rings true, and I'm thankful to God it still rings strong, my friend. And we just need to, well, Wilberforce himself fought great discouragement. There were times when he was very tempted to give up, weren't there? Uh, And John, in the speech that I gave, I went back, I pulled a quote. Wilberforce said this to his fellow countrymen at that time about the evils of slave trade. Here's what Wilberforce said. He said, you may choose to look the other way, but you can never say again that you do not know. The church in the West with the internet and everything that's going on, you can never again say that it does not know what's taking place in Iraq or in China or in Vietnam or in Pakistan, where you have the Christian woman, Asia Bibi, who's been in prison under a death sentence for blasphemy for taking a cup, a drink out of a cup of water. The church can never say it does not know because we have more information now, Don, than we've ever had. Thank you for helping us continue to emphasize it and spread it, my friend. We look forward to these visits. Thank you. And thank you. And thanks. Thank you for WAVA. I'm very, very grateful, Don. All right. Frank Wolf, U.S. Congressman, one of the frontline leaders and warriors in terms of human rights uh, justice. And I love what he said several times. It's not only Christians' rights, but if any person's rights are violated or in any way abridged or denied, That is a threat to everyone's freedom, and we have an obligation to stand up. Uh, You can find out more about the work of his organization, where he serves as Distinguished Senior Fellow, 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Their website is the number 21wilberforce.org, 21wilberforce.org. They say everything is bigger in Texas. Celebrate freedom. Coming up June 30th in Dallas is the largest one-day Christian music festival in the country with artists like Toby Mack, Corey Asbury, and Ryan Stevenson. 
Enter the Celebrate Freedom Fun Family Getaway Sweepstakes at letstalkfaith.com and you and your family could be heading to Dallas on us. You'll experience Celebrate Freedom up close and personal with four VIP seats, an artist meet and greet, signed memorabilia, and of course, we'll take care of round-trip airfare for four and a two-night hotel stay. The Celebrate Freedom Fun Family Getaway. One family member a day can enter at letstalkfaith.com until the sweepstakes ends June 9th. Enter today at letstalkfaith.com. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. It is the very nature and character of God to love. It is His attribute. It is His character. It is His very nature to love. The Bible says that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all, which in essence means this. There is no sin and nothing unholy and unrighteous and imperfect in God. If God is absolutely holy, which means he is absolutely perfect and nothing wrong about God, then if he is a God who is also a God of love, then he could not in any way, in any circumstance, mistreat one of his children. That is, God is a God of holiness, absolutely perfect. He can do no wrong. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities. Not available in all states. Results may vary. Guarantees rely on the claims paying ability of the insurer. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity, what you don't know may hurt you. I'm Josh Melberg, founder and CEO of JD Melberg Financial. My company has raised over $2 billion in annuities, and when it comes to helping you maximize your retirement income, I've literally written a book on it, and it's called Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. And today, it's yours free. In this revealing book, I explain little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple terms and unlock five secrets you should know before buying an annuity. Want to earn up to 33% more for life, guaranteed? It's all in my new book, and it's yours free. Call now, and I'll also give you a second book, The Number One Mistake Retirees Are Making in the Stock Market, and my free DVD showing you how not to run out of money in retirement. If you have 100000 or more, even if it's in a 401k or an IRA, call now. Call 800-732-1515. 800-732-1515. That's 800-732-1515. Do you love a hot dog or hamburger at the ball game? Then you need to bring your appetite to Spectrum Field every Monday. Your $14 ticket includes all you can eat. That's right, you can chow down on all of your ballpark favorites, like hamburgers and hot dogs and many other concession favorites. All you care to eat. Just $14 gets you a ticket to the game and all you can eat. Make sure you come hungry. Visit threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball, get hooked. Weekday afternoons at 3, I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park, 910 WTWD Plant City, and FM 102.1 W271 CY Lakeland.
Don Crow, today's guest host for Bill Bunkley, returns in just a moment. Maybe you've always wanted to experience the Holy Land. Why not experience it with Tony and Lois Evans? Imagine being baptized in the Jordan River. Visit Jerusalem, where every stone pathway leads you through the life of Christ. Experience Israel with Tony and Lois Evans. For details, visit letstalkfaith.com. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, also broadcasting uh, and delighted to be uh, joined by the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. As we've discussed previously on this show, President Trump recently castigated former Secretary of State John F. Kerry and his nefarious efforts in what are called shadow diplomacy to try to save the... uh, ill-conceived Iran nuclear deal that he and then-President Barack Obama had engineered. Quote, the United States does not need John Kerry's possibly illegal shadow diplomacy on the very badly negotiated Iran deal, wrote Trump in Twitter, one of his famous Twitters. And uh, he added he was the one who created this mess in the first place. Unfortunately, however... In his efforts uh, at undermining a sitting Republican president, Mr. Kerry's not uh, setting any precedent. And that's what we alluded to last week in my discussion with Cliff May. Uh, That dubious honor should probably go to another Massachusetts Democrat, the late Senator Ted Kennedy. Joining us to talk more about this is Dr. Paul Kangor. Paul's a political science professor and executive director of the Center for Vision and Values at Grove City College, great college and also author of a number of best-selling books, including A Pope and a President, John Paul II, Ronald Reagan, and The Extraordinary Untold Story of the 20th Century, and Dupes, How America's Adversaries Have Manipulated Progressives for a Century. By the way, just re-released as a second edition in paperback last week, and apparently it contains the material on Mr. Kennedy we're going to talk about today. Paul, always great to have you on the show Uh, Thank you for joining me once again. And take us back to this uh, once again relevant incident involving Ted Kennedy and uh, some of the leaders of the Soviet Union. Yeah, sure, Don. In fact, let me take it back a little bit further. Um, It just occurred to me, really, as as you were talking about this, uh, I I also talk in dupes about John Kerry's testimony before Congress. And this was, I think the date, that's off the top of my head, 1970, but early 1970s, that was the whole Winter Soldier investigation. And remember, this led to the whole Swift Swift Boat Veterans for Truth right. campaign. Yeah. And, yeah, that was when he testified about our soldiers in Vietnam, as he put it, in a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan, as he put it, right? Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan. And he talked about them strapping uh, bombs to the genitals of POWs and blowing off arms and limbs and raping villages and so forth. That was actually set up by the senior senator from Massachusetts, his future senior senator from Massachusetts, Ted Kennedy. So Kennedy had actually nabbed John Kerry, who at that point was just uh, just a former, uh, former Vietnam vet and hadn't even run for the Senate yet. That had been set up by Ted Kennedy. 
So Kennedy, about 10 years or so after that testimony from John Kerry, and we now have it, it's the May 14th, 1983 KGB document. It's a memo written by the head of the KGB, Viktor Chebrikov, and it was directed to the head of the Soviet Union, Yuri Andropov. And in that memo, Kennedy offers to work against Ronald Reagan because he sees Reagan as the reason for the deterioration in U.S.-Soviet relations. So he, he's assessing the world situation. He sees it as dangerous and worse, and he doesn't blame the Soviets and Andropov. In fact, quite the contrary, Don. He says in the memo that he's very impressed with Andropov. You, Kennedy was very impressed with Andropov, whereas he saw Reagan as belligerent, as Reagan as being the obstacle to peace because, as the Soviets put it, Reagan's militaristic policies. And so in the memo, and this is all done confidentially, not in the open, Kennedy offers to work with the Kremlin to, quote, counter the militaristic policies of Reagan, quote, unquote, and to, quote, influence Americans, unquote. And, and that's all put within the context of the 1984 presidential election as well. Now, how short of treason was that, actually, in your view? Well, it's a, yeah, it, it, it's a great question. I've been asked that many times over the years, and, and this isn't a dodge because I'm, you know, pretty opinionated. I'm, I'm not afraid to say anything. But, but, but the, I mean, that would really be a major legal constitutional investigation, which would require, among other things, uh, Congress and, gee, even a few people in the media asking some questions of Senator Kennedy, who's now dead, asking him, what exactly was your intention? What exactly was the outreach? What was the response of the Soviets? If Andropov and the Soviets had accepted your offer, would you indeed have flown to Moscow to meet one-on-one with Andropov, as you proposed? What was Andropov's response? What would have happened once Andropov and the Soviet senior military and political officials would have come to Washington? What would have happened next? What was the response? And unfortunately, Don, we don't know any of that, any of it, because even when this document was first reported in the London Times in February 1992, uh, almost 20 years before I, I published it in, in dupes, uh, it, no one asked them about it in, in our media. So, so the short answer is we'll never know because no one ever asked them about it. And here we are today where, where the media is 24-7 looking under every rock to find any connection between the lowest-level Trump campaign aide and the lowest-level Russian. If, if they had a document like this on, between Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin in 2016, Don, <laughs> the Democrats would be drawing oh, up man. the impeachment papers right now. Let's take a break and come back with more and talk about uh, the Logan Act, which I think is relevant to the discussion. Talking with a great scholar on these matters, political science professor at Grove City College, Dr. Paul Kangor. Anything he writes, well worth your reading as well. And uh, one of them, The Crusader, is a must read. We'll have him uh, give us a little description of that and more. Stay with us. They say everything is bigger in Texas. Celebrate freedom. Coming up June 30th in Dallas is the largest one-day Christian music festival in the country with artists like Toby Mack, Corey Asbury, 
Brian Stevenson. Enter the Celebrate Freedom Fun Family Getaway Sweepstakes at letstalkfaith.com and you and your family could be heading to Dallas on us. You'll experience Celebrate Freedom up close and personal with four VIP seats, an artist meet and greet, signed memorabilia, and of course, we'll take care of round-trip airfare for four and a two-night hotel stay. The Celebrate Freedom Fun Family Getaway. One family member a day can enter at letstalkfaith.com until the sweepstakes ends June 9th. Enter today at letstalkfaith.com. At Mr. Sparky, our skilled electricians can help fix any electrical problems. From breaker boxes to home surge protectors, we'll get your life back to normal faster. Call Mr. Sparky today and get a free service call with any repair. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888. Sparky. Limitations and restrictions may apply. Each location is an independently owned and operated franchise of Mr. Sparky. Each license respectively in their state or county. There was a tiny crack in the corner of Mike's glass, spreading like a spider across his windshield. He wasn't worried. His first thought was a new free windshield and cash on the spot. He called 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. Turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Up to $100 cash back with comprehensive insurance. Did you know that studies have shown that we need over 10 servings of fruits and veggies every single day? If you're like me, it's hard to find the time and money to prepare and eat all of those fruits and vegetables. Who can do that? Yet we know that proper nutrition can prevent health problems, give us energy, and help us heal faster. Balance of Nature has spent over 20 years researching and delivering solutions to this problem. We can ensure that you consume over 30 different fruits and veggies every single day. Our capsules are filled with 100% real whole foods. There isn't a single thing added to Balance of Nature products. They're pure. We spent an incredible amount of time on the quality of our products. We do this for you. We do it for our own families. Give yourself a break and give your body what it needs. Call now to receive 35% off your first Balance of Nature order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go online to balanceofnature.com. Use discount code now. Proud to be an American? My husband Dominic and I thank God we are. I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. We sell American-made, not like our competitors. We're a Hunter Douglas dealer, which gives a lifetime warranty. We do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning. Tell us you're a veteran, first responder, or proud American. We'll give a donation to St. Jude. See us at Clark & McIntosh or call 922-2345. Remember, Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Count all joy when you follow various trials and tested for the testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience have its perfect work that you might be complete and perfect and lacking nothing. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. 
Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. Continuing our conversation with Dr. Paul Kangor. He is political science professor at Grove City College, executive director of the Center for Vision and Values. Here's a great resource for you, uh, for you in that regard, folks. Visionandvalues.org. He and his colleagues provide a lot of insightful information, observations, opinion pieces, and more at visionandvalues.org, and he is a prolific author of a number of great books. Paul, on this issue of the Logan Act, uh, it has roots clear back, as I understand it, to the colonial days, and it seems to me it couldn't be more apropos to apply it to these two men, Kennedy first and then Kerry in turn. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, we should at least raise that possibility. I mean, I don't know to what extent they technically violate it. I mean, you and I, Don, remember some crazy stuff in the 80s, not just with people like Ted Kennedy, which we didn't know about, right, because that mm. was done privately. But remember guys like Jim Wright, the, the Speaker of the yep. House, you know, negotiating with Daniel Ortega and the Sandinistas while – well, in the meantime, the Democrats and the liberals were trying to impeach Ronald Reagan over Iran-Contra. And yeah, I remember at the time people in the Reagan administration complaining about 535 uh, mini-secretaries of state in the, in the House of Representatives and, and the Senate. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I think it's worth bringing up. And, and by the way, I just looked this up. The, the John Kerry testimony – before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee was April 22nd, 1971. And, and the exact quote here, Don, he said, I would like to talk representing all those veterans and say that several months ago in Detroit, we had an investigation, 150 honorably discharged veterans. And he said this, they told stories of how they had personally raped, cut off ears, cut off heads, taped wires from portable telephones to human genitals and turned up the power, cut off limbs, blown up bodies, randomly shot at civilians, raised villages in fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan, shot cattle and dogs for fun, poisoned food stocks, and generally ravaged the countryside of South Vietnam in addition to the normal ravage of war. And he went on and on and on. And, and for the record, the, the veterans totally disputed this, which is why the swift vote Veterans for Truth right. in 2004 were so angry and, and did that, those series of devastating ads to John Kerry. Uh, arguably, Don, April 22nd, 1971, may have cost John Kerry the presidency mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in November 2004. So, But my point here is Kerry has been at this kind of thing for – um, literally 40, over 40 years. Folks, uh, there's so much more to this. I do want to, for folks who may not know what the Logan Act is, simply defined, it is a United States federal law that criminalizes negotiation by unauthorized persons with foreign governments having 
a dispute with the United States. And that's, as Paul right. was saying, which, uh, you which know. Which is a very simple thing, isn't yeah. it, right? I mean, it's kind of, and, and uh, I mean, look, Kerry, okay, Kerry was Secretary of State. He negotiated this deal. So to some degree, uh, he comes from a very high level of credibility and authority. However, he's no longer. That's right. He's <laughs> out of office. Of State. Yeah, he's out of office. And so, I mean, this is this is not authorized by the current administration. Uh, I, I mean, Bill Clinton and his crew were angry at Jimmy Carter for what he did with one of the Kims, the first yes. of the Kims in North Korea in 1994. Uh, you know, this is way beyond that. Well, we're going to take one more break, come back. We have a couple other things to get to. But again, uh, one of my favorite uh, authors and certainly personal friend for many years, Dr. Paul Kangor, political science professor at at a wonderful college, folks, Grove City College, and he's also executive director of the Center for Vision and Values. Their website is visionandvalues.org. Stay with us. We have more. Strength throughout the day. Weekdays at noon, it's Jay Sekulow Live. Let me ask you all something as American people. You want the head of the FBI to be so impacted by politics of the day. And at 1230, Faith in Practice with A.R. Bernard. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. This is Jerry Boyer for townhall.com. A recent article in The New Yorker decried the opening of a fourth Chick-fil-A restaurant in Manhattan. The author called it a, quote, creepy infiltration because of what he calls the company's, quote, pervasive Christian traditionalism, evidenced by the fact that the headquarters in Atlanta features a statue of Jesus washing his disciples' feet and that the stores are closed on Sunday. Hmm, pretty creepy stuff. The New Yorker certainly has the right to publish articles with a secular point of view, but New York was founded by Dutch Calvinist merchants, and some 60% of New Yorkers still self-identify as Christian. The foot-washing episode inspired John Locke to teach the doctrine of religious liberty, which influenced our own First Amendment. So the scene which offends the New York press today is what led to the freedom which enables that same press to deride it. Maybe it's the New Yorker that's kind of creepy. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow. I'm Bill Carl, And you know, for years we've been helping families just like yours with half-price tuition to great Christian schools at ChristianTuitions.com. And for years parents have asked, is this for real? It absolutely is. Here's a recent conversation with Natasha Sherwood, headmaster at Tampa Bay Christian Academy. I literally can remember the first kid who five years ago took up the half-price tuition Mm -hmm. discount from you all. The look on that mom's face, she's like, I don't know if I bought into a scam or not. I, this is, you know, and she sat in our office just crying that it wasn't and that yeah. she wasn't able to bring her kid. And you all have helped shape our goals. I mean, when I saw that face, I was like, there are people out there who don't know they can afford it. And we have aggressively tried to meet that need. So thank you because you've helped shape who we try to be. For years, we've made it our goal to help families afford a private Christian school education through ChristianTuitions.com. Great Christian schools are already enrolling for next year. So hurry today to ChristianTuitions.com for half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. 
Choose your child's school today at ChristianTuitions.com. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Hey, this is Bill Carl. Today's guest host for the Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. As Bill continues to take some time off for his health, we continue to pray for him, his wife, Tony, and son, Zach, and look forward to a full recovery. In fact, Bill's doctors have told him to plan on heading to Israel this November with EDI Travel. To learn more, click on Bill's page at letstalkfaith.com. Don Crow Show, a couple of more minutes with my guest, Dr. Paul Kangor, political science professor at Grove City College. And uh, Paul, so often when you and I talk, uh, the subject matter so uh, important and the time so limited, we don't have really a chance to talk about uh, the numbers of books you've written, but uh, one in particular that you referenced, and uh, I at the outset said the second edition is now in paperback as of last week. Talk about dupes, how America's adversaries have manipulated progressives for a century. What really is the core of that book for folks who need to read it? Well, to really focus it on exactly what we're talking about, Don, uh, one of the examples that I give is Soviets and communists have been misleading and manipulating American liberals for a century. In fact, that's pretty much the subtitle of the book. And one of the examples I give, I think it's Chapter 15 on John Kerry, um, Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.